You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This is Michelle Byrne, host of Best Bets for Pets on Pet Life Radio. Okay, I have a really cool product coming up. It's one of those things you don't think about until it is too late. And for your fur babies, you need this. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's dinner time in America where more pet parents trust PetSmart for natural and expert-recommended foods than any place else. And now, we've added more than 100 new varieties to our already wide selection of your favorite brands, like Simply Nourish, Authority, Wellness, Science Diet, and more. Do what's best for your pet. At PetSmart, happiness in store. Go to PetSmartDeal.com to find out this week's coupon code and save up to 30% on food, treats, toys, and more. And get free shipping on orders of $49. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I would like to introduce Janine Berger Gillet, and she is the owner and inventor of Twigo. Welcome, Janine. Hello. Hi, I'm so excited to have you on Pet Life Radio. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Everybody that's listening is probably going, okay, what is Twigo? And why do I need this before it's too late? So you are the owner and inventor of Twigo. What is Twigo? Twigo is a unique ID tag made out of silicone where you write on the back of it with a ballpoint pen. You boil it in some water and it self-attaches directly to any O-ring or D-ring on a collar. And the beauty of the, the product is it's instantly personalizable and it doesn't make any noise. Now, everybody that's listening is probably thinking, okay, another ID collar kind of thing. But this is what I think is so wonderful about Twigo. When a pet loses their collar or a pet loses, you know, sometimes things will break off on it. Mm -hmm. And if you decide, some people like to have engravable ones or super, super duper fancy ones. But until you get to get those super duper fancy ones, it might be a day, a week, a month, several months, because we always put things off. And it's very easy for your dog. And is Twigo good for cats too? Twigo is good for cats. It's actually excellent because it doesn't annoy them as much as a regular tag does. 
Right. And it takes usually pet parents, they mean well, but it takes a long time to get around to getting, you know, the fancy engraved type of ID tags because you can't just make one at home. So is that what you were thinking when you came up with the idea of Twigo? Actually, it wasn't the, the original idea. I learned that after I had um, started talking to all of the, when I came out with the idea and I did a quick prototype, I went out into the market and talked to stores. And they're the ones that clued me in to say, oh my God, this feels a gap in the market for people who need something instantaneously, sometimes temporarily, sometimes because they have a dog sitter or a pet sitter or they're going to grandma's house and you know, you want the customization of the, the phone number to be with the person who's watching your, your pet. Okay, that is great. Another great idea. Years ago, and this is a true story for all you pet parents out there. Years ago, when I was living in Los Angeles, you know, I had a dog and there and, and when you have a dog, sometimes other dogs come to you. I found a lost dog. And this was when we had back in the day when we had answering machines. This dog's collar had the number of, you know, a phone number, but it was an answering machine. The people that were pet sitting the dog, I was wondering why the dog obviously wasn't astray. It was taken care of, but I didn't hear back from the people for about a day. And I, I thought, why is this? Well, the people that were pet sitting didn't have access. They were, you know, taking the dog in their home. And the people that they were pet sitting for, you know, my message went on their answering machine. They had to break into the home, get the answering machine information and, you know, contact me. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's a, that's a big problem. And just like you said, you know, with when you have ID callers, it's generally for your main number, not your pet sitter's main number. And when you're going away, how many of us plan in advance, okay, I'll get another caller, specialty fancy one made up for and I'm going away for just a weekend. You know, it's usually those engravable ones, fancy ones are, are a lot, you know, kind of, can be kind of expensive. <laughs> and you... Absolutely. And you, it takes time to think that out. But Twigo's a great idea for, you know, something or just to have some on hand in case you're traveling. So you has your pet sitter's information or you have a new, you know, doggy or kitten at home to put an ID tag on immediately so that until you make other arrangements for if, if you do decide to get something fancier, your dog is covered. Because you probably know this, but what are the stats on dogs that that disappear just because they don't have it and cats that disappear just because there's no ID tag on them? I think it's one out of 10, actually, from the ASPCA, the animals go missing, one out of 10 animals. And most often, you know, it's because they darted out the door or they escaped the backyard. And if they don't have an instant ID tag like this or an engraving one, the chances that they actually get to a facility like a vet or a shelter it would take some time, but if your neighbor finds your dog, they can easily call you, right? And it keeps the pets out of the shelters as well, because if there's a dog roaming around that doesn't have any ID tags, they may call animal control. Animal control will take them to the local shelter, and some local shelters only keep the animals for 24 hours. Exactly. Actually, that's how we found one of our crew members, Dennis, the uh, slightly mischievous but very cool cat. Um, he, <laughs> my husband one night, heard some yowling. We opened the door. He walked in. Like, here I am. <laughs> and 
we looked. You were waiting for me. Really? Yeah. Well, he lucked, he lucked out big time. Um, he, you know, we looked, put up signs all over the neighborhood. We went to the local Humane Society to have him scanned in case there was a chip. Um, right. We did whatever we could. We found nothing. And this is, I think, really good for cats because I know they have breakaway collars that are specially for cats. The material, the Twigo is, it's very light, it's comfortable, and I think it's going to be much more probably enjoyable and easier for a cat to wear because it's so light compared to something metal. Yes, and also it doesn't, um, because of the, it doesn't make any noise either. So it doesn't irritate the pets. There's no constantly a little bing, 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 or jingle, jingle, jingle going on as well, or the metal hitting the bowls at all when animals are feeding. That's actually an anxiety trigger. And sometimes a lot of people don't understand when the, when the animal is drinking or eating and they start to pull out their food and move it somewhere else, sometimes it's because it's clanging. So they move their food away from their bowl so that it, that sound doesn't happen anymore for them. So there's a lot of anxiety triggers for noise, and cats included. Well, that's pretty interesting, too. Let's talk about how Twigo works, because we talked about it a little bit. But, I mean, basically you write on it, you boil it, and then you're done? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's that How simple. <laughs> it accepts any ballpoint pen, medium size, you know, like a medium point. The finer points, it, they do work. It just doesn't seem to stay as well. But any medium ballpoint pen, we've included one in there. You just need to make certain that you scribble it on a piece of paper before you take the pen to the tag because the pen's new. So you've got to get the ink moving. You write on it. We're getting a lot of feedback of getting creative. You'll see one of our customers has a dog named Daisy, and she actually drew a little Daisy right next to her name and then her telephone number, which was really cute. So people are getting more creative than I even originally thought. I, you know, I was looking at this as utilitarian. I came up with it because I couldn't stand the noise of the, my dog's tags jingling in the, inside the house. So I'd take off everything. And that's the number one reason why pets go missing is because something happened and you and your pet gets separated and they were inside. So you didn't think that they needed anything, but now you can't get to your house or something happened, right? We here in Hoboken, we had two major floods and there were so many animals that were left inside the house because people couldn't get to their house. They couldn't come home or they couldn't get, you know, so a lot of those things we don't think of in an emergency situation that they're not ID'd, they're not tagged. And where do they go? Well, I like the noiseless quality of it because, you know, it's, (laughs) I mean, I always leave my dog's collars on except when they're taking a bath because I've lived in places where that are more city than suburbs. And, you know, it never fails. People open the door and, hi, how you doing? Boom, dog darts out, you know. And Mm -hmm. I literally once had to go comb the neighborhood going, please. I live two blocks away from a really busy intersection, just hoping my dog didn't decide, well, let me check that out. You know, dog, I think dogs just, this is, this is, can be a peeve with some people, but I always think dogs need to be on a leash because you never know. And they need their tags on them all the time because you never know when they're going to dart out. That's just my opinion. 
and there. But I like to have the tags on indoors as well. And yes, sometimes one of my uh, Mr. Z has he has a whole like charm tang. I mean, he's jangling all <laughs> over the place. So this is a great idea because it's nice and quiet. It makes it calming for the animal and they're safe. They don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about if your dog does dart out. There's ID on the dog. No worries. Right. And also these tags come in really fun shapes. So being, I'm a product development person, a professional, and one of the things that one of my number one rules is when you have something that's useful, it doesn't always just have to be useful. It can be fun. It can be vibrant. It can be unique. And that's the other thing that I was able to achieve working with silicone versus a metal tag. I can get really cool shapes and really start to bring out some type of personality to pet ID tags. So we have a, a really cute... Um, crown which is popular for our royalty pets <laughs> and um, it's also a great size for the cats we have a super pet which is like a superhero badge and it's, it has a great little star on it we also have a free spirit which is a heart with uh, wings reminiscent of a tattoo and we have our bone tie so it's a bone that kind of looks like a bow tie as well and they each of those come in three different colors each. So typically a boy, a girl color, and a neutral. Well, that's a lot of variety. And, you know, I did it myself and I received the sample. Thanks. And super easy to do. Now, what's the point for people that are listening? Because we talked about boiling in water, even though I know on the instructions it says you don't have to. What does the boiling in water do? Uh, the boiling in water sets the ink from the pen onto the back of the silicone tag. Without boiling, it will stay, but it could potentially wipe away. So the boiling actually adheres the ink to the back. And how are the tags purchased? And do you have a multi-pack, say for someone who, you know, travels and has about four people that sometimes dogs sit? I don't have a multi-pack, but we have an online store. It's Twigo Tags, T-W-I-G-O-T-A-G-S dot com. And there's a store there. Each one costs $10. And I believe the shipping is $2.99. And if you buy three, everything ships for free. I mean, that's a great deal for peace of mind. Yes. And we're also in uh, approximately 80 some odd stores throughout the United States. Well, that's fantastic. Now, do you have a store locator on your website as well? I have a list. Okay. Broken down by state. Okay, well, that should be super easy. Plus, people can order from your site. Janine, we talked about Twigo and we talked about, you know, some, you know, the, the importance of ID and so forth. Now, say I'm a pet parent. My dog has a tag on his collar. You know, my name and phone number. Is one tag enough? I mean, isn't that going to be probably enough. What have you found in your research? Ideally, and the ASPCA will concur that you should microchip your pet. Microchipping has become affordable and you can do it in a timely fashion with the vet or with your local shelter if you're adopting. And what that helps is if your animal ends up or your pet ends up at the shelter or a vet, they can be scanned. But that's not the quickest way. And that's why you need a personalized tag 
either Twigo, you know, the Twigo tags or an engraved tag. That helps your neighbors or somebody, you know, four or five miles down the road contact you immediately. And then the third one, you should always register your pets with the local municipality and have a local tag or a local number and or their rabies tag on them. So it's best to have, like you um, mentioned, about three types of ID or ways to ID your pet, whether it's chip, you know, rabies tag, and a standard, you know, ID, phone number, dog name tag. Right. That's the best way to ensure that your pet is going to make it back some way, how, back to you and as quickly as possible. And of course, that's very important because we all want our lost pets back and the shelters already have a lot going on and we know how many we know the story shelters are always overwhelmed with too many pets and the sad part is we know what happens when they're full so we want to avoid dealing with that at all costs and also the ASPCA did a an intervention type study where they put ID tags on pets as they went home then they checked back on them i believe a few months later and the pets were still wearing them in an increase of about 80 80 or 90 percent over the pets that went home without an id tag so that's very interesting that when families adopt their pets or bring them bring new pets home it's not even just adoption if the id tag is with them they will carry on always IDing them. If they go home without one, the chances of them doing that is about 50%. That's that's very interesting stats because I firmly believe that our pets, you know, microchipping is good, but not everybody takes the time out there, especially if someone finds your pet that's not a pet person or pet parent. Not everybody, unfortunately, takes the pet to get, you know, scanned. And Mm -hmm. um, that's why I'm a firm believer you need the tag. You need a visible tag with a number because just not everybody's aware of pets having a chip. And I don't think there's a way unless you're familiar, you know, with pets or in the pet world and have an idea to take the lost pet to a uh, humane society or vet to get scanned. Am I correct in that? You are correct. I think they're the only ones that have the special equipment right. to and, read it. And and people, if they're not a pet parent, but they see this little doggy wandering around, they, oh, what a cute doggy. You know, there's, I mean, I know that dogs that are in humane societies are often tattooed, but as the dogs get older, sometimes you can't even really make sense of the tattoo. So not everybody's familiar to check everything and up on all of that. So again, pet parents, you have a pet, get an ID tag and take a look at the Twigo tags, especially if your pet is going to be, you know, a new pet. We know you have good intentions of getting, you know, something maybe engravable down the line, but, you know, Twigo, you can have that tag put on right away. And also for any time you have a pet sitter taking care of your pet, which is for most pet parents, probably once or twice a year at least. I would say so. I go away a few times a year. So, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jeanine, so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling all of our pet parents about the great benefits of Twigo and why it is so important to have identification on your fur babies. Thank you. 
Thank you very much, Michelle. It was very fun and nice chatting with you. Nice chatting with you, too. I would like to thank my test crew, in this case, Mr. Z and Dennis were the excited recipients of the Twigo ID tag, and they did a great job. And I must say, Mr. Dennis, who is not used to a collar or anything dangling on him, wore his Twigo ID tag proudly. Mr. Z for once didn't jangle like, you know, jingle bells around the house. So that was really, really nice. And I would like to let everyone listening that as always, the information on this segment will be available on Best Bets for Pets, which is on PetLifeRadio.com. You can go to the show. You can find out more information. There's a link to the website. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're jogging or driving or what have you, you can always go to PetLifeRadio.com, go to Best Bets for Pets, and there's information on the show. So if you, you know, miss the website or something, there's a link right there. And I would lastly like to thank, not lastly, but most importantly, thank to all my listeners because we are so excited with all the excess of Best Bets for Pets. I think we are close to our 100th show, uh, which is very exciting. And I would like to thank my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guest sound great. Stay tuned for another fantastic new product idea on Best Bets for Pets. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back, right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Hi, this is Jody Miller-Young from Bark and Swagger. Tune in for everything pet fashion and more, from fashion tips and runway trends, products and designs I love, to fabulous home decor for your furry friend. You'll find it all here. Be the first to discover the new. So what are you waiting for? Find me on Pet Life Radio. And remember, when fierce fashion calls, bark and swagger. Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, what do we give our dogs almost daily? You got it, treats. They love them. But 
It's important to give them the right kind of treats. I bet you weren't aware of that. I am so delighted to introduce Betty Schubert. She is the co-founder of Bravo Pet Foods. Welcome, Betty. Thank you. Good to be here. I'm so excited. Now, some of the pet parents out there listening go, yes, I know, Bravo, yes. And some people are thinking, what's Bravo Pet Treats? You make other types of food as well, but for the people that don't know Bravo Pet Foods, can you tell them a little about Bravo Pet Foods? Absolutely. Bravo started in 2002. We're a family-owned company, and we primarily produce raw food for dogs and cats. So that's where we started. And then we branched out into doing treats. So we do a whole line of freeze-dried treats. And we also do a lot of chews like pig's ears and bully sticks and things like that. And recently, we've come upon a new treat called Crunchy Delights, which is our baked treat. Well, it sounds like some great different items there. First, let's go back a little bit. You talked about raw foods. That's one of the items that um, Bravo Pet Foods has. What is what is that for our pets? What does that mean for our pets? What it means is that it is a raw food that is frozen. It is primarily made of meat and bones and organ meats and vegetables. So it will come in the freezer. It comes in either a patty form or it comes in what is known as a chug. And that looks like a tube that you cut and feed your dog. Okay, and it's is raw food better for dogs and cats than, I guess, canned food or something like that? It is a highly controversial topic, certainly. But in my opinion, yes, it is a much better product. It is more close to nature than what they would eat than simply getting something out of a can or a bag. The other thing that makes it very different is there is a lot of moisture content in the product. So whereas kibble doesn't have really have any moisture in it, raw food has a lot of moisture in it, which is something that dogs need. Well, I'm sure, I know that my dog has tried your Bravo Pet Foods, the raw, and loved it. So I agree, you know, if it's closer to nature, it's most likely better for our pets. Right, it is not really a processed food, where the things that you find in a bag are very processed and heavily preservatives. Um, heavily laden with preservatives. And so raw food really isn't. You know, it, it is frozen food and it, and it only has a shelf life of two or three days once it's thawed out. Well, let's start talking about your new item. Now, Bravo has an oven-baked treat and these are just for dogs? Yes, they are just for dogs. Okay. Okay, I'm not a good cook. The husband is. And how do you make, you know, you have, you know, the chickpeas and the quinoa and the sweet potatoes and the meat How did you think about putting these things together to make a biscuit? One of the things we had to look at was that it had, we were starting with a meat-based treat. And you can't just take meat and cook it and have it come out to a biscuit. We had to add other things to it. So we looked at what were the ingredients that we could make that weren't going to cause allergies in dogs. And certainly we know that there's wheat allergies and that there's corn allergies. So I wanted to stay away from all those kinds of different kinds of ingredients. So we looked at quinoa which is a really great, nutritious, ancient grain. And we added some oats and we added some chickpeas. And together, all those things hold the biscuit together. I just think it's amazing. I've had a lot of treats on my show and I've seen a lot of dog treats. I've never heard of one with quinoa ever. I'm pretty proud of this. I think that's great. Now, let's talk a minute. You mentioned about treats that you approve of and and things like that. I think that almost every pet parent is familiar with giving their dog treats at least a couple times a day for rewarding good behavior, usually, you know, after restrooms, 
you know, after they do their business, whatever, however you want to say it. And I mean, that's generally when we do treats at the Pet Life Radio, you know, crew. They get it as a reward. But it's important also, even if the treats are, which they should be done as a reward, it's not like their diet that they get 20, they should get one or two, maybe three, four a day at the most, would you say? Yes, unless you're using treats for training. I mean, certainly treats can be used in the training capacity when you're trying to teach a behavior. And in that aspect, you would use more. Right. That's a good point, too. But you want to make sure that you're not giving treats that are just, I guess, for even for like for people or for kids, you don't want empty calories. You don't want just junk in your fur babies. You want something healthy and something that's going to be nutritious for them. Yes, that's correct. I think that people need to really watch what they're feeding to their pets, that there's certainly a lot of products on the market, just like there are products for humans that really should we be eating and should we be feeding these to our pets? And if you flip a package over and you see that the first ingredient is not meat or the first ingredient is wheat and the second ingredient is corn, you know, maybe those are things that they could shy away from. There's also, you know, we use in the pet industry, there's a lot of products that have propylene glycol in them as a preservative to make something pliable and soft. And that is very far removed from nature. So if you're going to look at treats, for your dog. You want to get ones with very few ingredients and ones that have ingredients that you can pronounce. That's a very good point. Now, speaking about, we talked about the different ingredients. There's a lot of cool flavors that the Bravo Oven Baked Treats are available in, right? What are some of the flavors? So right now we have beef and chicken, duck, and turkey. And very soon we're going to be launching, probably at the beginning of the year, we're going to be launching another couple of items. And the ones we're looking at doing are pork and rabbit. Well, that's a great assortment. What are you finding or hearing feedback from your customers about the the favorites that are out there? I haven't heard anybody say that they their dog has a favorite, except to say that the dogs are really, really like the food really like the treats. I have heard feedback from dogs that can't normally eat treats because they have issues, stomach issues like IBD and pancreatitis and things like that, and they're having trouble eating. Other kinds of treats are doing very well on our treats. Well, that's great news to hear. It's always so wonderful when you have to restrict your pet on something and then hear and find, you know, something that fills the void so you don't have to restrict your pet anymore. You know, it's always such a good thing. Yes, and and that's one of the things that I wanted to do when we created this was to create a product that more dogs could eat and that more pet parents could feel comfortable feeding. Now, we talked about that. I know you make raw food for dogs and cats. Can you give us any little hint of anything to come? Are there any treats coming up for cats? We do have a line of freeze-dried cat treats out on the market. We don't currently have any crunchy delight treats, but we do have a line of freeze-dried treats. And, you know, when you look at a cat, they are definitely a carnivore. So the freeze-dried treats work really well for them. And those come in six different flavors. We have turkey breast, chicken breast. We have something called Mariner's Melody, which is shrimp and cod and salmon. And then we have just salmon. And then we have a turkey heart liver gizzard and a chicken liver gizzard. I'm sure cats go nuts over those delicious dinners. Now, talking <laughs> talking about all this yummy food and everybody's listening going, okay, this is something I have got to get for my dog or the raw food for the cats or the the raw food for the dogs and cats. Where can they find out more about Bravo Pet Foods? Well, they can certainly go to our website, which is bravopetfoods.com. So 
Betty, what other products does Bravo Pet Foods have out there for us? Well, we recently launched a product called Homestyle Complete, and it is a freeze-dried dinner for dogs. Currently, it is not available for cats. We are working on the cat line, um, but right now we have it out for dogs. We have it in turkey, beef, and pork. And the nice thing about this is it is a freeze-dried dinner that has that actually is the convenience of kibble. So it comes in pieces. You can just pour it out. It rehydrates in minutes. And so far, it's really highly palatable to the dogs. In the beef, it contains beef, beef liver, sweet potatoes, chickpeas, beef hearts, beef kidney, green beans, cranberries. It also has turmeric in there. There are chickpeas in there, as well as rosemary and parsley and thyme, so it smells delicious. And then it is a complete and balanced diet for all life stages. And you can actually find on our website the country of origin for all the ingredients that are in the product. Oh, well, that's great. And when it's freeze-dried, that's easier to travel with, of course, than raw food. It's great for small dogs. It's great for traveling. It's great for when you have someone take care of your dog and you normally feed raw and you want to make it convenient for them. And even for the occasional large dog, it's good for. Okay, wonderful. Now, just in case our listeners didn't get it, where can we find all this information about Bravo Pet Foods? You can find it at our website, which is bravopetfoods.com. Betty, thank you so much for talking about all these wonderful products that Bravo Pet Foods has. I know my crew loved trying out the crunchy baked treats, and they have tried the raw food in the past and loved it. You have a great product. Thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets. And thank you very much for having me. That was just so great hearing about Bravo Pet Foods. They put the coolest ingredients in these pet foods. Quinoa and chickpeas and, you know, celery. Oh, my gosh. It sounds like gourmet for dogs, right? And let me tell you, the test crew, Mr. Z and Nikki, oh, wow. You wouldn't believe the tricks I got them to do with these treats. They loved them. They were like, yum, you know, if they could talk and if it was like, it was probably like, woof, 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 with how much they, you know, like, whoop thumbs up or paws up, you know, for how much they love the Bravo Pet Food Treats, um, the oven-baked treats for dogs. I'd like to thank my test crew, although I think the treats were thanks enough for trying out these delicious treats. I'd like to thank my guest. I'd like to thank my listeners for listening, for, you know, listening to Pet Life Radio and Best Bets for Pets and sending me all kinds of different comments on the shows. You can reach me at michelle at petliferadio.com. And as always, thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound fantastic. He always makes me sound like a pro. I'm a kind of sort of pro, but he makes me sound good, let me tell you. So thank you. And thanks to all my listeners again. And I'd like to let you know that all the information for the show, you can always locate more information for all of the shows on Pet Life Radio. Just go to PetLifeRadio.com, locate the show on the homepage and just click there and you can find more information on, there's a little blurb about the product, there's a picture of the product and there's a link to the website. So don't worry if you didn't catch it all or got the wrong website written down as you were listening, driving or whatever you're doing. You shouldn't be driving and writing and all that anyway, so be careful out there. (laughs) But there's always information on our site about all of our shows. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for many more shows. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. 
only on PetLifeRadio.com.